Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Burnell. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Yes! (laughs) And with alcohol. Yes. All right. You look uh, a little tan. Yeah. You look bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, rusted, rejuvenated, all that stuff. Yeah. I kind of wished I could just go put my head in the sand a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. How was vacation? It was good. It was really good. After uh, a lot of meetings and things, it's good to uh, take a little break. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whatever going on vacation looks like with seven kids, it's, yeah. So now I'm back so I can rest in my office. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love them very much. I'm glad to have spent time with them. It was awesome. We got to yeah. fish in the golf. And That's really cool. Yeah, that was really, that was really neat. So, yeah, yeah it was worth it. I'm glad we went. Cool. Yeah. How was your trip to beautiful, sunny Minnesota. Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis, which I uh, actually heard lovingly referenced while I was up there as, oh, you mean Murderapolis. I Murderapolis. Think I'm like, wow, is it that bad? Jeez. Um, was it that bad? I mean, I I didn't witness any murders. No. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. You yeah, didn't do I, any murdering? I didn't do any. I didn't even do any okay, murdering good, this time. Good. I was worried I'd have to walk you out today. No. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the least of our concerns. Yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. You we know, need a drink. It's mo- I mean, it's Monday. We're recording a podcast. We, we're post 100 episodes now. This so. is episode 101. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We're starting to get into our groove, yeah, I think. I feel like we're climbing the mountain again. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get to 200, right? Yes. Yes. Or what's the next milestone? I don't know. 150? 150? Is one... 102, I think, is, is one next milestone. <laughs> I was going to say, is 110 not ambitious enough? Uh, I don't know. Don't <laughs> ask me today. <laughs> one thing I will say about Minneapolis. So uh, the snow on the sidewalks where I was at, Hamburg, actually, Minnesota, wow. is where Beautiful I was Beautiful this time of year. Well, it looked a lot like, well, I guess the snow melted today, but yeah. it looked a lot like it did here. Uh, it was about the same temperature, too. But mm-hmm. uh, when we got in... Uh, and I rented the car. They asked, are you sure you don't want all-wheel drive? And I'm like, <laughs> I, you know what? You tell me. I didn't study for this trip. <laughs> and uh, they were calling for 8 to 20 inches of snow. That's a big range. It is a big range. So yeah. I, yeah. I'm i like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, are they trying to get me to upgrade? Yeah, here? exactly. What's really going on? They want to get me a sweet SUV right I, now, right? Yeah. Well, I did drive a brand new Ford Bronco. Ooh, which nice. I thought was going to be more fun than it was. Oh. It, it actually reminds me of, uh, you remember Uncle Buck? Oh, yeah. yeah Whenever yeah. one of the creepy bowling yeah. guys is hitting on uh, <laughs> Buck's niece, and he yeah. goes, you like all-terrain vehicles? I got a brand new Bronco out back. <laughs> and I kept thinking to myself, I'm driving a brand new Bronco. <laughs> but it didn't snow. Well, it didn't. It wasn't didn't anything eight crazy. 20 inches. No, but whenever when I looked at my weather app to see if they were just messing with me, I had never heard this before. It said zombie storm could be record setter. And I'm like, zombie storm. Great. Now you're throwing zombies into the what mix. What does zombie storm mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I asked the guy uh, taking us back on the way back to the airport uh, in the shuttle. I said, mm-hmm. hey, hey, so I'm from Ohio. I don't know what a zombie storm is. He said, hmm. Me neither. Never heard that one. We just call them snowstorms. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So. This was just some headline trying to get yeah. your attention. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. It was... I'm sorry you didn't get to experience the zombie storm. It really felt like <laughs> it felt like here. You don't have to travel. I mean, yeah. you don't have to travel 10 hours away to get snow. No, no. <laughs> it's right here in our backyard. It's right here. So, yeah. Anyway. I had to travel more than 10 hours away yeah. to get... This time of year, I feel yeah. like you got to go pretty far south. You do. Yeah. It uh, was really warm. I mean, it was like 
way in the 80s. So. I, I've heard That's it's good. unseasonably warm down there. It was good, though. So. I'm, glad, I'm glad, but I'm always glad to be back. Yeah. yeah. I love my home, my bed. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I brought I'll my b- family back with me, too. <laughs> oh, good. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be going there next week. So. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. So uh, we, you, we are going to drink today. Yes. Jason, this one's this pretty, is uh, it, it is, isn't it beautiful? It's got um, grenadine in it, right? It does. It's got a lot of grenadine, actually. So, oh. what we're oh. drinking today is called a Dirty Shirley. Ooh! I did not know about this. We hosted our our Chamber of Commerce's business after hours a mm-hmm. few weeks back, if you remember. Uh, yep. And we we just kind of when when I was tending bar, a lot of people came up and said, "What are you making?" And I said, "Well, you know, we make old fashions around here just to keep it easy." Yep. And then as the night went on. Got a little bit more got a adventurous, little, got a little bit looser. <laughs> yeah, I started making some Manhattan, some martinis, uh, all kinds of stuff. And uh, girl comes up to me and she goes, "Hey, so don't make fun of me, uh, but uh, I have a request." I said, "Oh, okay, oh, sweet, shoot." She said, "I'd like a dirty Shirley." I said, "Please huh? educate me. I don't know. I don't know what that is." <laughs> so she's like, "Well, I see somebody else walking around with one," and I, I said, "Oh no, 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 that person doesn't drink alcohol. That's a, a Shirley Temple." She said. Okay, yeah, so that, but with vodka. Ah, <laughs> that's too that's too bad. Well, <laughs> we're drinking back, vodka. She, let me put it this way: she came back for a couple more, and um, she was kind of a wallflower at the beginning, but she was mixing it up afterwards. Oh, so I see, nice. It, it worked for her. Oh, it worked good, good. So she needed the liquid encouragement here. Absolutely, love it. Awesome. So you know how so this uh, is simple. Yeah, we're big fans of vodka here. Oh yeah, not. Um, <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> not. Okay, so gosh, I just old. thought, why not do this, right? Why not? I mean, okay. we're 101 episodes in. Yeah, let's have some fun. Yeah, we will finally get through our first bottle of vodka in 100 episodes. <laughs> it's lasted a while, and I have washed my hands quite a few times with it. <laughs> So this one is made with one and a half ounces of vodka, a half an ounce of grenadine, which Ooh, seems like a dang. lot to me. I was making That's them lighter than that. And then six ounces of lemon lime soda. I used Sprite because mm. we obey our thirst around here. That's right. We'll probably get hit what for did, that, what's won't we? The, what's the uh, Coke? Well, this is the Coke version. What's the Pepsi version? It used to be Sierra Mist. Not anymore. They changed there, the name. There is something weird I saw what's in the it store. Called? It a looked like a bargain audience? brand. What's the, what's the Sierra Mist? Yeah, I forget I, what it's called, but it looked name, weird. I'm like, what the heck? It, it looked like mellow yellow almost. It did. But. It did. Yeah, I'm not sure what they changed it to, but whatever. Well, we we get to garnish this with a Luxardo cherry, so Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. All right, let's give it a shot, Jason. This is a big drink. It is. Cheers. Cheers. Six ounces of lemon lime soda, so it's mostly that. That's really good. Sweet. Can't even taste the vodka. Nope. Thank goodness. Actually, <laughs> you know, a lot of people say. Oh, yeah, that's why I like to mix with vodka, because you don't taste the alcohol, and I say, I always taste the vodka. Yeah, I don't taste it at all. I don't taste I it. I guess that's the point, right? I guess yeah. so. Yeah. So what's, what is Sierra Mist's new name? Starry. Starry, yeah. Wow. I was totally wow. thrown off. I some, hadn't been some. in the grocery store in a long time. I think I mentioned it maybe on the last episode or yeah. a couple episodes before. I went. That, so that was another thing that threw me off. I'm like, where is... I, I want to say Sierra Mist was even on our list, so I was totally... Like, Starry? What the heck is that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That was uh, maybe a marketing person's bad day. <laughs> well, there's a lot of it at the grocery store. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. All right. So that's not terrible. No, um, no. I mean, I can I can tolerate that. Again, I taste no alcohol. Me neither. Whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. So that means I that guess we're good to go. Idea, right? Chug, chug, <laughs> chug, chug. Here we go. All right. Well, we should probably get into it, Jason. Uh, 
on today's episode. We and had so much fun last time doing non-financial things. Wasn't it great? <laughs> it was. I have a feeling this has been pretty... This is timely. It, yes, it's pretty timely. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it a lot here today, and I have a feeling by the time this episode is edited and out, people are going to be like, what are they talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's old news. Yeah. Because that's definitely. how we move on here, right? Yeah. But we're talking about the anatomy of a bank failure, Jason. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> on the heels the of dreaded music. <laughs> on the heels of a busy, busy weekend yes. uh, in banking news, right? Oh gosh. Um You're you're giving me like a little bits little bits of flashbacks, you know, back to the banking <sighs> days. Yeah. Like I felt a little shell shocked because you were out last week, yep. I was out last week, and regardless of where we were at, both of us were tuning out the headlines. Yep. I didn't even open my laptop. I had other priorities. And then Friday... It you was know, hard to hide from this one, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was everywhere. Kind of, of, it kind of was like getting, like you said, flashbacks, that shell shock, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. post-traumatic stress. And I'm not making light yeah, of that, exactly. okay? But right. we, we did live through <laughs> some pretty rough stuff. And right. the, the financial, the nowhere, great financial crisis. close to real PTSD, sure. but geez, this is, it does kindle those feelings and uh, rekindle. Is that yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Rekindle. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hate to even have to talk about this. I got like a flutter earlier today when we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if it's my diet or what, but <laughs> there was he some... was holding onto his side. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's here? And you're like, your heart. I'm like, well, right below it. Hmm. Nothing. You don't have your empty. <laughs> it, <inside>. hurts. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It's not like a that's you know, your that's your wrist gland. That's what that is. <laughs> it's malfunctioning right now. It's Ugh. going. Uh oh. So what happened this weekend, Jason? What happened? I leave for a week. <laughs> yeah. So a bank failed. A big one. Yeah. Um S V B Silicon Valley Bank. Bank. Yep. Uh-huh. Failed. This is this is a pretty large bank. Mostly, I would say Cal California, Massachusetts. Apparently, lots of venture capital tech kind of high focus tech. Yeah, would be maybe there. some involvement in the crypto world. In the cryptos, yeah. They they basically had an old fashioned bank run. Yeah, I mean that's basically what happened. And so you so know, we, love, we lived through oh eight oh nine. We right. didn't see the old fashioned bank runs, did we? No, 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 we didn't. No, it, it was. We're talking. Different. It's a wonderful life. Like, yeah, I'm, and I, I wasn't there, but there's a picture in the paper. <laughs> Look, this. What is this thing? This that you're newspaper holding, Jason? here. I mean, like, <laughs> this is today's newspaper, March 11th, 12th. This is Saturday, Sunday, Wall Street Journal. Bank failure spurs race for cash. I mean, like, truly, like, it's a wonderful life. Uh huh. Except for people are standing outside in puffer jackets. Yeah, they're waiting. I mean, uh-huh. for our studio audience, like they're they're literally literally waiting to get into the bank, and they're not going to open. Mm. Okay, they lock their doors. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how how big was this one? I'm forgetting all of a sudden. Two hundred nine billion dollars. That's a billion with a B. So this is crazy. So let's let's talk about what a bank run is. Yeah. Okay. So it's just. Really, something starts a chain reaction that causes people... I don't know, George. That looks like a run to me. Yep. (laughs) That causes people to start taking money out of the bank in a big, big, big way. Okay? And based on what we know as of this point, Mm -hmm. that is exactly what sounds like happening. Yeah. So, let's set the stage here. Uh, most, Most of you listening, if not all of you listening, know that a bank doesn't keep... 
all of its deposits and cash at the bank ready for withdrawal. So we have a fractional banking system. Yeah, that's right. a, okay. Yeah, that's yes. a good way of explaining it. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever gone into the bank to make a big purchase, let's say, and you wanted to pull out, well, now it, it's even if you go in there and say, oh, I need $5,000 in cash, mm-hmm. they'll say, whoa, hang on. We got to order that. Right. You, you know, we can get it to you in a couple of days. And you're going, what? Five th- why don't they have that back there? Right. right. I right. have X amount here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, right. Exactly. I just said exactly what you said. Exactly. Isn't that funny? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Let's do that again. No. <laughs> um, we wouldn't expect banks to hold all of the deposits and cash in the vault because there would be no making money then. They couldn't keep their vault doors open. <laughs> right. Exactly. Taking their deposits, making investments. Mm hmm. Re- that get returned lending money out correct mm-hmm. they're making profit by doing that and they're also paying the depositor a little bit higher interest rates than what we've seen in the last couple yeah. of years and so when somebody goes into the bank and it doesn't have to be physical cash even in this case right. it was probably not except and, for those people in the news yeah that, exactly. that old-fashioned newspaper thing you got there yeah i mean these folks were moving big chunks of money out of the bank which really put put the the screws on um, yeah. on their deposits so um so what did they have to do i mean they they had to basically liquidate their investments yeah which weren't anything like super crazy right no I mean, but let's let's talk about what a bank might invest in right okay so uh, go back to it's a wonderful life right mm-hmm. i mean george bailey saying well your your money's in in sam's house in in whatever i don't remember all their names but but even some of the other investments that they would conservatively invest mm-hmm. in to get a little bit of a return so that they Government can offer bonds. Deposit. yeah exactly and and we know the story with bonds right i mean we've been in a low low rate environment for a long long time and bonds, the returns haven't been all that attractive from mm-hmm. a coupon rate standpoint or a, you can't say interest rate, but that's what people sure. think, right? Right. Um, the return hasn't been phenomenal. And when a bank is making these investments, they're going to go all across the spectrum, short-term, mid-term, long-term. They've, right. they've got to buy some long-term bonds. Well, what happens when you're locked into long-term bonds and interest rates go up sharply in a short run, like we've seen over the last year? You know, when we're looking at a 500 basis point increase, uh, essentially. So what happens to those long-term interest rates, those bonds that are Mm -hmm. carrying those low, low rates? Well, they're all of a sudden not very attractive, are they, Jason? Yeah. If you can get a short-term paying a lot more. Unless they they hold those bonds until maturity, um, they're going to take a, I mean, a licking. Which would typically be the plan. Right. So when you see a run... (laughs) <laughs> on paper, this this strategy is really interesting. You know, buy a government bond, various laddering of of you know when they actually come due, mm-hmm. get your money back. You know it's safe because it's the it's a government bond. Yep. Probably not much safer. So, what kind of risks there. are we talking here? Yeah. So, um, the risk of this plan just blowing up in your face is really there's two risks. Um, mm-hmm. One, exactly what happened. People saying, "I want out." Yeah. And so would we put that in the liquidity risk? Yeah, I would put that category? in liquidity. Even though they are highly, highly liquid, it yeah. doesn't mean that you can run out and get all your money back. Exactly. It's okay. going to be at the market price. So again, right. well, I, let's just put this in perspective. Jason, if, if I can give you a, a two-year bond now at 4% and uh, you're SVB bond, and yeah. you're holding a 2% bond and you got to wait... 20 years until that baby matures for you to get your, your principal back out of it. 
What looks more attractive? They're going to buy the new bond. Yeah, they're going to buy bond the new bond all day. Therefore, when forced to buy your bond, mm-hmm. you're going to get a big discount. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. And so I think, you know, people are asking, like, why did this happen? Like, what, why, how could this possibly have occurred? <laughs> it's kind no. of amazing that it doesn't happen more if you think about it. Yeah. And, and we looked at those stats. Right. We did. So how often, like, it's funny because like, I think even the FDIC even said like on their website, like it's not totally uncommon. Yeah. No, actually, yeah, there's that Midwest thing. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> if you go to FDIC.gov, there is a, a history uh, of bank failures. So you, like you said, how can this happen? How can this happen? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's more common than what we think. Okay. So if you think about it, on average, tens of banks go out each year. Yeah, I mean we looked at 2010, like that was one that stuck out to us 159, is that what uh, I mean? 157. 157. So 157 banks in 2010. Back in in 2008 uh, when we were really on the verge. Yeah, this was actually collapse. a true financial crisis. And it was a point. it was a credit crisis. It, it was. was a bank crisis. Yep. Uh, there were 25. Yeah. Um so now in terms of assets, those 25 banks, what what was the number? So the number in 2008, and this this will put some of this in perspective. We have not seen the numbers of bank failures from a, a sheer number Since standpoint. Since COVID, we've had three bank failures. Right, right. So that's kind of crazy. Exactly, and we've had. What's interesting is we've had some years in here. Actually, 22, 21, mm-hmm. none, zero. 2020, we had four. 2019, we had four. When we had some other years in there with with none, that's more the anomaly than anything. Right. So we've had one this year so far, but at $209 billion in assets, that's a pretty big one. Uh, even if you go back to 2008, for example, $373 billion in assets. So $373 of 25 banks and one was 209 Yeah, so this is a big boy. It is, yeah. And I think that's... We're we're still waiting for the collateral damage of other banks that might fail as a result of this. Bank. Well, yeah, there are some that have been identified. Yeah. Well, which would there was one signature. another one signature. Yeah, and then there's another one that started with an R. I think. Yeah, um, it, it, it doesn't matter. But the the reality is, there's maybe three, three, maybe four. Yeah. Probably there's going to be some here. You know, I I think I want to point this out though. You know, since you said the numbers are kind of like almost an anom- anomaly that they're low. Yeah. 2008-9, we had massive regulatory changes when it came to banking, right? Right. I mean, like reserve requirements were historically like at the highest numbers they've been in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think think that's probably part of the reason, you know, the the government changed the regulation that, I mean, man, we were, we were in a bank at that time. Like it was, it was was crazy (laughs) town some of the regs that 2007 2008 that's when i got into banking yeah it was a scary time yeah i know <laughs> it was yeah. nuts yeah i mean we watched most regional banks got stocks go to a dollar yeah it was and they stayed there for a while they did yeah so so even though it's like not talked about that much it's not totally uncommon the size of this one is what's concerning and, right? and to put it in perspective we talked about 2008 you know but there were a lot more that failed in 2009 170 billion dollars in 2009 with 140 banks um, that failed in 2010 157 that's the big one on the chart here Uh, it was like 96 billion dollars in assets so this one was twice that and then some and Um, i mean some of that is don't forget i mean 
over you know 10 15 years are the dollar is worth something different mm-hmm. the dollars aren't sure. exactly the same our economy even expanded. even though we didn't see inflation from 2010 <laughs> until now jason wait a minute <laughs> yeah so back to like why this happened i think you know we said they failed to manage the like liquidity risk yeah but also, they didn't hedge against the in- interest, interest rate. rate. Yeah, and interest rate risk, which we, it's no surprise. I mean, I think most of us have been waiting. Like, isn't it time to raise rates? We could argue that the Fed waited way too long to raise rates anyway when they did start raising. Well, and I so, think, I mean, maybe, you know, SVB's management were kind of resting in their laurels and saying, you know what, rates aren't probably going to go up. They've been low for a long time. They were banking on easy yep. money for longer. Yep. That's for sure. Yep. And so... If you didn't hedge those interest rates, um, shame on them. Really, yeah. that, that's going to be a tough one to get to get by. It that is simply just. I mean, that is a bank's job, really, yeah. to make sure that the investments they're taking they're hedged and so, diversified. So this is new news, I guess. By the time this comes out, we'll probably have our facts corrected and yeah. everything. But <laughs> you know, what I read that that trade was a what was it one point eight billion dollar loss on right. that that bond trade. That was the first one, and, and that so that's gonna. That's a sign. It is. Right? That something's wrong. And then from what I read, they were trying to raise capital. They were issuing yep. more common stock. And they failed to do it. And they got people scratching their heads going, what's going on here? What's I going mean, on? Why are we reporting this big loss? Uh, why are they issuing stock? There's trouble, right? There's trouble on the horizon. Yeah. So, I mean, the... the that's what created the run on the, the bank, tweet right? heard around the world at this point. Um, you know, uh, Jim Cramer's... Mm. Um, recommendation of the stock just a couple weeks ago yeah you know this is i mean he straight up recommended it like it he and what's funny we played that clip earlier not only did he recommend it but he said that regulators suspicion of this company was overblown right saying i don't think it's warranted that's, I mean, we're not here trying to smear anybody's name, but this is why we don't play mad money with our clients' yeah, funds. Yeah, we we don't like individual stock investing. Here's why. Yeah, and this is this is hard to watch happening. Well, okay? I, I think you could put it this way. The individual stock trade, this is a, a situation where maybe somebody listened to old Jim and put a bunch of money mm-hmm. to work because if you asked him, they were, even though they they were up 40% in the last year or right. whatever, they had right. a long way to go, right? You know, what if someone put their life savings in that? It's not the craziest thing to think about. Jim Jim Cramer has his own show. Yes. <laughs> he has a yeah. following. He is people an entertainer. Listen, yeah, people listen to his advice, but he's he's picking individual stocks and that's not appropriate for most Joe investor. Right. In most cases, you could even look at this company, this bank, and say, well, were they the worst offender out there? Probably, probably not. not. Yeah, probably not. But this is the one that got caught making a trade and then every domino just toppled, right? Again, and what, caused the what, run. What caused that chain reaction to happen? Yeah. You know, was it, you know, a, a rumor? Was it just one VC company needing their capital out like in a rapid way? I think that those are all plausible. And of course, by the time this comes out, it will know more. But <laughs> they might be bailed out by then. Yeah. So I think the moral of the story, let's talk about that. Let's. Right. Because we're not, I don't want to scare anybody. Like, that's not the yeah, point. Yeah. Jason. Here. So I know this morning, the first thing that I did was I went and I took all my money out of the bank. Was yeah, that a good move? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I ordered my Liberty Safe. It's all on right, its way. Right. Uh, no, I didn't do that. Anything. I stocked the bunker. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to I don't want to dismiss like the actual fear that people are feeling. Like it's fine to have a little bit of cash. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. 
but I didn't go and pull my money out of my bank. Okay. If we you have promise a, you won't, I, I won't. <laughs> if we had a systemic like banking failure across yeah. the country, like guys, it, it doesn't matter. Well, so and I think that's the big question, right? right Jason, when right. we look at this, we say, well, SVB, now we're talking about signature and there's a there's a third one that I can't remember right off the top of my head, but quite honestly, there'll probably be a couple of more that are right. ripe for the picking here. Exactly. But do we see a systematic bank failure? I think that we would argue, maybe argue with me if you don't agree, but I think we're on the same page here that a lot of the restrictions, a lot of the capital requirements that came in after 2008, 2009, a real financial crisis. Mm-hmm. Most banks out there, especially the big boys, and I would probably say most of the big regional banks too, mm-hmm. in a lot better footing than they were in 2008, 2009. I don't think that this is a domino effect and we're going to start to see all the regional banks crumble and then the big banks crumble. I don't think that any of them, for the most part, up at the top of the food chain, not bank, um, <laughs> are even worried about this. No, and again, I think most are probably worried about the reaction, yeah, you know what causes that frothy kind of mental <laughs> move that people make. Mm-hmm. And I, we don't know, so um, I, I think we have. You know, I always kind of go back to what we know, which is not much. Well, <laughs> most days we have a really, really strong economy. Okay, we live in the United States. It's Even a- if you listen to. Fox Business News yeah, and CNBC. Exactly. And this is not <laughs> totally on the shoulders of the president or Congress. People like me and Caleb get up every day and go to work, try to make money, try to help people out and provide a service that is that is really useful. And, you know, there's lots of other small businesses doing that across the country. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the other part of this is our banking system, hands down, is by far the most attractive banking system in the world there is just still the gold standard yeah absolutely it is a wonderful accomplishment still the gold standard that does not use the gold standard that's right that's right but we have a big (laughs) economy and we can tax the crap out of our citizens so And, and you know what jason this whole bank failure thing kind of overshadowed some of the real news from last week as far as some of the budget proposals and some of the tax uh hikes that are on the table now Uh, well, that could they be another be episode. <laughs> I think that they're, for all intents and purposes, actually off the table. I yeah. think it's a political move, but I don't see that. I I see a really, really small chance of some of these rate hikes or uh, tax hikes actually taking place. Yeah, but, yeah. And, but it's funny how now we're not talking about that less than a week from exactly uh, exactly the budget oh, and, announcement. And by the way, we we made a uh, massive expansion of oil uh, leases in Alaska, and at the same time, we restricted some. I'm like, this is just funny. It's like a yeah. classic move. So it does it, feel like a sleight of hand a little bit. When yeah, we, I am a, uh, you know, watch the other hand kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, fall into conspiracy theories way more than I want to admit. Guys, there's a lot of reason to be hopeful. This is really, I think, our first like real headline victim of high inflation. Like inflation actually caused this to occur. Yeah. What a what a interesting thing to witness. Fed policy. And, yeah. I mean the people who are pointing the fingers and saying no, no shame. Yeah. Yeah. Had okay. a lot more to do with this probably. Sure did. <laughs> All right. Well I don't know if that was fun or not. So banking <laughs> put money in your bank 
For it or again it. I'm still I'm for, for it. it. I'm for it. I'm <laughs> All for right, it. Jason. Yeah. Well, folks, it's been fun, but it is time to close out the tab. So thanks for having a drink with us this week. If you have a question or a topic you want addressed on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. We've been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. I just chug. Cheers. Yeah. To Dirty Shirley. Dirty Shirley. She's a fine gal. <laughs>